Welcome to Discoculia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Discoculia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Discoculia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. Growth Mindset. This is what you need to do in the first years of school. The largest neuroimaging data set on math development. Number Talk Resources and Living with a Learning Disability. This is our podcast for week 10 in 2019. And with us is Dr. Schroeder, the founder of DiscoCuliaServices.com. Welcome, Dr. Schroeder. Well, always great to be here. Absolutely. It's great to have you around because we have wonderful links. And I am sure that you have some more interesting comments to make about those links. The first one is a very familiar one about the growth mindset. Yeah, <laughs> we have seen this picture We've before. Seen this before yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, we can't get enough of it. Yeah, but it's it's so important. So um, I totally agree with having it on there again. And uh, it's let, a, let's tell the listeners what it is. Yes. It is. So it's a picture and it gives for every letter of the alphabet a word that helps you to work with and understand the growth mindset. And it's very nicely done. So this is a really um, good addition to hang in your classroom. It's very colorful and um, you can refer to it. The kids can look at it. So it's a really nice uh, nice, uh, poster. And that concept of the growth mindset is is really key to, to having students understand that if they make a mistake, that's not the end of the world, there's no disaster. But if they um, just work with it, try to think through it, maybe with some help of a teacher or tutor, um, then they can grow in their understanding. And also if they eventually figure it out with uh, some scaffolding questions, they will not only um, remember better what they did, that is obviously part of the growth mindset. You make right, connections in right, your brain. Right. But also they will feel better about math in general because they got it themselves. Important. And yeah. that is very important. They um, also can compare that before making that mistake and working themselves through it. They didn't know it. And now they do. So they actually see their progress. You can actually make a chart of it and show, hey, this is what you did last week and last month and maybe at the beginning of this school year and look where you are now. And that is also something that we really feel that all uh, teachers and tutors need to do, not just look at what they do today and not comparing them with other students, but their own personal growth. That is what helps those kids to uh, get ahead. So uh, like you you said, we, we linked to it a few weeks ago and it appeared again, but in a different article. So that's actually the reason that it came up again. (laughs) So uh, let's uh, be specific here um, and name the artists that have created this. It's uh, by Kristin Wiens and Paul Totske at the North Star Path. So uh, please click on this link and uh, download this beautiful poster. And thank you for making them, uh, Kristin and Paul. Good. Now, our next link says, this is what you need to do in the first years of school. Now, yeah. So that's intriguing. Right, right. Um, It's an article from uh, Frontiers in Psychology. And um, it is looking at the connection 
of non-symbolic and spatial magnitude skills of uh, children with their math level. So they tested the math level by the early numeracy test. They had 75 uh, children that were enrolled in the study um, in the age of uh, four and five years. And uh, the study really uh, highlights the value of non-symbolic number comparison tasks. So dots and squares next to each other, okay. compare them. It really had a significant value in the prediction of uh, the math capacity or the, the level uh, of their math later on. And because this is so important, uh, it should be clear that we need to take these kids, um, these that we do these kind of tasks. With the children with in the first the children years of school. In okay. the first years of school. Um, actually, the link here, that's, that's not always the case, gives the article in full. It's, it's quite extensive, but it's a good read. There's lots, also lots of references that you can uh, click on and, and read even more. So great research and, um, well, directly available. And you can, um, you can use it for your, uh, your school and, and your kids. So, Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, so all the teachers it. should uh, really look at that. Yeah, non-symbolic number comparison. Part. Yeah. Now, the, uh, the next link says that there is the largest neuroimaging data set on math development. How about that data set? Well, this is really um, wonderful. Um, this data set is now being made available by Vanderbilt University neuroscientist James R. Booth. It's a great legacy that he gives uh, to uh, other researchers here, and the goal why he did that is to support other researchers across the world who are also working to understand how um, math develops, how ar arithmetic skills develop in childhood. And the data set has several hundred brain scans that his lab made uh, of school-age children when they were... They've been busy. Right, right, right. <laughs> when they were doing math uh, questions in a functional MRI uh, scanner. And obviously, this is very expensive. Right. So it has taken millions of federal dollars uh, in uh, grant money to uh, to make all those uh, scans right. over the course of, of 20 years. So That's why he makes them available now. Right. And that is why in, in some uh, other countries, if you have a uh, grant from the government, which is uh, based on tax money, that automatically the data that come out of your research, like our research that we did uh, years ago, uh, should be published also in a uh, lay format, easy to read. So not only keep your data in the research world, in, right. in academia, but if your research has been done by federal grant money or national grant money, then it's kind of owned by the people who paid that tax money. So they need to directly benefit from it and you have to make it available in terms that they can uh, actually understand. And here he does something else. He gives it to other researchers which eventually also will benefit and that will spark uh, the some public. More, uh, research then. So yeah. the digital uh, repository is called Open Neuro. So 
Thank you for this great uh, resource, uh, Professor Booth. Uh, it's really an exemplary uh, gesture, and I hope that more researchers will, will follow this, uh, this example. We're talking to Dr. Surder, the founder of DiscoCuliaServices.com, and we're looking at the links provided on our website, DiscoCuliaHeadlines.com. So our uh, our next link says Number Talk Resources. Is this the uh, is this the Number Talk uh, resources like uh, that the kids in class talk with each other? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And uh, this is from uh, Chrissy Newell, and again I. Uh, Apologize if this is not the proper pronunciation uh, at uh, Oakland Unified uh, School District. And uh, she has made a virtual drive available with lots of resources for teachers to get started with number talks. It's all um, classroom ready, so to say. Okay. Uh, a presentation video, handout, visuals, templates, lesson ideas, lesson planning sheets. It is all there. A great resource. Just download it for someone. If you just start uh, uh, using number talks in your classroom, this is a this is a wonderful uh, start. It has uh, activities across um, grades because some of the number talks books are really geared up towards uh, the early years and only have dots and um, ten frames to look at and and uh, number number lines. This goes uh, definitely a step further. Um, For example, she has uh, written out um, a complete lesson for the border problem in a 10 by 10 square where the kids need to figure out in different ways how many tiles are forming the border in that uh, 10 by 10 grid. It's It's a known problem. Um, but the way you present it and the way you make kids talk about and think about it and benefit from each other's views on how you can solve things, that is the, the real advantage and value of those uh, number talks. So please click on this also. Great resource. Absolutely. Yeah, we have lots of resources for teachers uh, this week. And um, so it brings us to our uh, our uh, final link for the week, and this is probably uh, why uh, why we all do this work. Uh, and this is about living with a learning disability. Absolutely, it is at uh, idiva.com, a blog, and it's a story of someone who who is living with a learning disability, and um, the issues, the problems that run so deep are um, are described here. You really need to read it yourself to get a good sense of the profound influence that this has on, uh, on this person, on her. What she has experienced, um, and particularly when she was retained a grade in sixth grade, which was uh, a terrible experience, everybody looked at her So let me give a a quote here that gives you an idea. Um, Start quote. After much hemming and hoeing, I went and did a series of tests with trained doctors and teachers who told me that I had dyscalculia. Finally, I realized that my inability to not be able to perform in math was not because I was dumb or didn't pay attention. My brain couldn't grasp these concepts. And it wasn't my fault at all, end quote. So 
it's always great to uh, read about um, the real life stories of people who right. have not been remediated and it's right. it's a great uh, inspiration for us to, to, to do the keep diagnosis. working to make sure that uh, right. as many people have access to information get tested and and get help because this is really an unnecessary suffering that goes on and on and on and luckily she eventually took the step and uh, took action was very proactive but not everybody is that courageous and for some people it has such a uh, long-lasting effect that they just have given up hope so please um, spread the word make sure that everybody knows what dyscalculia is it's as important as dyslexia if not more important Right, and we have a special website for that, which is discalculiaaware.org. And that's where there is an awareness course for teachers, counselors, and other interested people. And where Dr. Schroeder explains you exactly what discalculia is and how to deal with it in a classroom setting. Well, that completes our broadcast for this week. Thank you very much, Dr. Schroeder. We hope to see you back Thanks next week. Thanks for having me. Sure. And Dr. Schroeder is the founder of discalculiaservices.com. She is all over the interwebs on her website, discalculiaservices.com, but also on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, uh, Flipboard, LinkedIn. She's everywhere. And uh, she has launched an online course to get more discoculia tutors because there's a huge lack of discoculia tutors. So if you are interested in doing that course, go to discoculiatutor.org and that's where you can find all the information. Discoculia Headlines Weekly is a production from discoculiaheadlines.com. You can find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and we are on Twitter at discoculiahead. You can also find us on Facebook, we have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Discoculia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at discoculiaheadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us.